0: What's good y'all? How's everybody? Happy Monday I've taken a little bit of a break, but I guess I'm back BT Podcast up and running 2016, the playoffs are over I repeat, the playoffs are over I told y'all I returned once there was a victor And it looks like we have a winner Did not expect it to be Cleveland Almost at Golden State because Golden State kind of was supposed to win But obviously that didn't happen Typically, I sit down and have a few topics already written out, some discussions, a few things to break down. But this one is a little different because it's more it's more freelance and more just me talking about a lot of what was observed in the seven game series between the Cavs and the Warriors. Uh, One thing I will admit. And one thing I'll stand behind saying is that the better team won and if you know and you understand basketball you you'll realize exactly why I said that or why I say that the way that I do because let's face it there's no knock against um the Warriors the Warriors played a good game they they came out they fought with their hearts they put it all on the line and they did two things That I was surprised by. They kept home court advantage. Initially. And they got a win in Cleveland. The last thing that I remember saying to you all. And the last thing that I've harped on. And I really stand behind is. I really wanted it to be clear. That. Cleveland had to win two games. In Golden State. So what happens. Well game five. Kyrie and LeBron both decided to put up 41 points apiece. That was game five. Game six, oddly enough, was so there and there there's another piece to this. And I want to make sure I don't ignore this. In game five, you also had Draymond Green suspended due to the um, what the league observed as a groin <laughs> kick to the groin by him um, in game four. So they kind of didn't have their heart and soul on the floor. Like a lot of people feel like if he played, they would have won the series. Who's to say? Who's to know? What can we forecast or predict or break down? It is what it is, you know, moving forward. So you have that factor. Then going into game six, and this was a very unique situation. Steph Curry got a lot of unique fouls called on him. They were fouls. But it was shocking because it was the one time the league was calling fouls. As I've learned with sports and as I've learned with the media, you can never make everyone happy. This is the prime example of not making everyone happy. Because a lot of people had Golden State pretty much finishing up the series. Uh, When I went to Bar-Louis back when game four was played, that was when Golden State went up three to one. So it was a coincidence that from that time up until now, it was a whole nother team. Uh, LeBron turned on the Killer Instinct switch. But the thing I liked the most about it in Game 7 is that he turned on his defensive Killer Instinct switch. So there's a difference between the two that you end up having to learn when it comes to basketball as a whole. Most players who are superstars are usually known for being superstars on the offensive end what makes a superstar stand out or step up where it matters most is when it's on the defensive end lebron proved that he stood behind it if you go back and look at history with jordan jordan did the same thing um getting key steals like the steal he got in the i i call it the i don't even want to call it the push off because i know a lot of jordan fans will knock me out if i say that but the uh the clutch jumper the clutch mid-range is what I'll call it that's that's a more safe term uh once the clutch mid-range was connected then it all was pretty much uphill from there uh so having said that this in this series LeBron did a lot of the defensive pieces or did a lot of the, the defensive things that other guys were able to do or should have been able to do, but he just came in and just did it. Uh, the shocker of it all, and I, I like these. This is the point of basketball that I love and enjoy because it kind of just puts a lot of those first and least expected things into perspective. For instance, uh, when Jerry West pulled off his, the similarity of what LeBron did, he got the MVP in the finals on a losing team and no one still to this day will ever do that a lot of people had this impression of even if Golden State won LeBron should have gotten MVP wouldn't happen not gonna happen not the way the league is set up uh, if LeBron did not win a championship this year it was gonna be an interesting offseason uh, the best part of it is he did he fulfilled his goal As the term was used, he brought a championship back to the land. So for those of you who don't understand how serious this was with Cleveland, they haven't won a championship in any sport in 52 years. And to make matters worse, the team that won that sport was the Cleveland Browns back when Jim Brown was playing. So let that sink in for a second. And I mentioned this to... Um some people who I was watching the game with and this is something that I talked about a few podcasts ago if you go back and look even though they had the gold jerseys they had the black jerseys we're gonna I'm gonna get back into the black t-shirts in a minute uh the the truth of the matter is Cleveland was one of the few teams in the league that did not have that gold tag on the back of their jersey. So now, when next season comes, LeBron is going to definitely be donning his Cleveland wear with a gold tag to 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 prove and confirm that he was able to get a championship. A lot of people say the refs rigged the game. I, I I look at it like this: it still is involving ten guys playing because on the opposite side of it, and anybody who plays street ball, I haven't played in a while because I'm old and I know better, but. When you play street ball, there's no ref. So it's pretty much you gotta call your own calls. And even if you call your own call that you know you did or you know that happened, the person who committed that call or that play will argue it up and down. Personal prime example. The NBA whether people want to admit it or not or accept it, the NBA gets extra steps. Why? They make millions of dollars. People who play the game every day, no. You can only take two steps. You don't get two pivot feet, and you can't go in circles and make pivots on the fly. It's not changing. It, it's set in stone. It's been that way for years. So, don't no need trying to change it now and do something different. Um, But LeBron did prove, stepped up, and proved that he was wanting this bad. Uh it was interesting because Tyron Lue did some unique coaching because number 1 and I still think this is a shocker that nobody noticed. He won a championship playing small ball. And what was coincidental was Golden State had to play small ball because Bogut was out for the rest of the series. So I kind of like I said I broke broke down the pieces of it game 6 no you know Steph Curry he fouled out in the fourth quarter the last foul was a very just it was a he chopped him I mean he pretty much chopped it trying to he was and I'm using the term chopped but he went for the ball smacked LeBron and it's tough because when you're right there in front of referee and he calls it I mean what you expect part that was amazing was a lot of people thought he was going to be a suspended game seven but by law by logic by reality the the uh mouthpiece would have had to hit uh the actual referee in order for there to be any suspension involved uh anytime that's occurred in the past they always said spend a $25,000 fine that's not changing they have no plans of changing that anytime soon so don't like get your hopes up and think something new is coming down um so we had that that incident happen in game six So Cleveland kind of just capped it off and it was like, all right, we're going to bring it back to Golden State. When game seven had been planned and prepped and talked about, everybody and anybody kept constantly saying, who are you going for? Who do you think is going to win? How do you think it's going to go? My honest answer to everyone was the same across the board. And anybody who's listening to this podcast or anybody who's heard me talk about it, will confirm. All I wanted was a good game. I wanted it to be full competitive, full competition. Everybody bring your A game. <clears throat> Put your lunch pails up. Go to work. Let's do the let's do this forty eight play these forty eight minutes. Like they said in the playoffs and I mean like they said in during halftime of game seven, you saw a lot of players play nearly 24 minutes in the second half because you have to take in mind this is the last game of the season after this game the focus shifts to football there are two dynamics when it comes to sports and because this is a sports podcast i'm gonna go there so any of y'all who listening know me you know i'm gonna keep it real football makes a good amount of money Basketball makes a good amount of money. Baseball, yes. Baseball players make a lot of money, but as far as the sport itself, it gets its revenue kinda in spurts and it's not as consistent. Is that is that is anyone at fault for that? No. I wouldn't even think of placing that as the fault or quote unquote the blame game. I just think it's the game is the way the game is and you just kinda have to know it, play it, and handle it accordingly. Uh, so with that being said, you when that game, when when the second half of Game 7 started, a lot of guys weren't coming off the floor. Draymond Green played as good as he could. Klay Thompson had a decent performance, but it wasn't his best. Steph Curry, towards the fourth quarter, or near the end of the fourth quarter, lost his fire. He couldn't hit the key shots when it counted. But as an added bonus, and this is going back to what I said. And this is what they always say about the NBA. And we we hear the term, but you really don't realize how serious it is. Defense still wins championships. If Kevin Love did not give his bef- best effort he did on defense on that last play, yes, Curry got the shot off, but it wasn't it was a good quality shot, but it wasn't his higher quality shots to kind of give them a chance of making it a good You know, game. I mean, the game by that point it was kind of like when Kyrie hit the three; nobody expected that three to fall. It went. um, Golden State tried to answer. By that point, it was more so about free throws and just closing out the game. And when you get down to the clutch of a game, four shots are going to happen. And the toughest thing was shooting jumpers. And I, I say this, I've said this for years. And as much as I watch and keep up with basketball, it's the the knowledge and the know-how in me To realize and understand that You're going to have jumpers Anytime you shoot a jumper It's a long rebound Unless it just lands On the go If it lands on the back of the rim It's going up and it's open It's a 50-50 ball Depending on who's going for it One player who was Well two players who were not talked about much During the playoffs But they showed up and showed out With J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson Uh, Tristan Thompson Has gone through so much adversity With which hand he wants to shoot with How versatile Of a player he is Whether he should have got the money he got Was he worth what they were giving him Just all of these quote unquote Tangibles when the truth was He came to play And he did his job And they won Now I'm going to be Petty Petty podcast Or uh, podcast petty However you want to put it But I found it interesting That when Cleveland won game 6 In the black t-shirts They went back to the black t-shirts Because the truth of the matter was No one expected Everyone knows that LeBron is not a fan of the shirts As far as jerseys But I guess if you got 41 points in them the first time 26 along with a triple-double, isn't a bad stat line to get in Game 7 with those same jerseys that a few months ago you had ripped off because you were not feeling it whatsoever. And he he vocally gave his opinion about those shirts to the point that it was known he did not like them, and that's okay. I mean, that's the the joy of being a player. The other side of it, though, however, is with doing that you have to be prepared for how the media is going to perceive i am glad i'm not a media person or a sports you know working for espn or something like that because there are two things that i would have done to be me number one i would ask lebron that question so it's an it's an interesting thing that you all went to game seven wearing the black the black t-shirts And we know for quite a few years you've been very adamant about how much you did not like those shirts. What changed? Other than scoring 40 points in game five. And I would probably stand there and be with the most saltiest, pout in my face. And I know he would give me an answer because he's him. But it just would be a unique question. So that's part one. And part two, And this, I always talk about this every time playoffs come around in any sport. I always dream of doing that interview with the losing team or the losing coach. Cause the winning coach, yeah, they're happy and they're excited. But as the losing on the losing side, it's another it's like another ambiance altogether. And sometimes we don't understand like the seriousness and how heavy or how intense it is unless you, you know, obviously walked in those shoes. So I I think about that whenever I watch playoffs. Uh now I've been talking about him and I've kinda been dodging him but I'm gonna go ahead and get into it now. Um Tyron Lou showed up and showed out. I mean he kinda kept his team under wraps. It wasn't anybody who wants to say oh LeBron did all the coaching, you you really don't know basketball. Um Lou did a lot of he he was able to kinda change the culture of the team if that makes sense. And I and I'm gonna say this because I don't know if I've talked about this before, but this is something that was brought to my attention, and it's something I've been educated on, and I practically try to educate others on when it comes to the game itself of basketball. So back in the day, you had your old school coaches: Rudy Tomjanovic, uh Larry, I can't I can't think of their names, uh, Pat Riley, Phil Jackson. You know, George Carl, your your coaches from the 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, maybe. But, you know, they kind of had their way or their style of coaching. It works during the old school era. Now, when guys come to warm ups and practice, they'll practice with each other and do drills and do, you know, shoot arounds and stuff like that. But it's a more relaxed environment. So it's kind of like a give and take because. They're giving they're gonna give their effort when they get on the court, but during practice it's more, okay, let me put my beats on or let me put my earbuds, my little small earbuds in, and kinda just jam out on some music and you know, hook set the Bluetooth over in the cut and just work on, you know, do my my drills or whatever. So it's it's different for everyone, but in hindsight it works. And and here's why I say that. I'm looking at it. I don't, and I like my new setup. So, I haven't really told y'all about what I'm doing, but I'll kind of give a little bit of exposure before I continue the story. I'm trying out a new software as far as doing my podcasting. So, I'm going to take step 1 as far as recording, and hopefully you'll hear a much unique quality product in the future. So, I can tell you. <laughs> so, I'm going to learn how to play with how to get this all worked out and handle but anyway, let me let me go ahead and continue what I was referring to. So, a few years ago, of course, Rudy Tom John, I'm sorry, not Rudy T, um, Greg Popovich, you know, with San Antonio, they won, but they're an old school, you know, traditional team where it's like, hey, five passes, everyone touches the ball, gonna make run the clock down as much as we can, manage the clock, organize, whatever, whatever. Golden State won the championship last year, running gun. Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Splash Brothers, small ball. Bogut would start but not really play many minutes. And you kind of ran the offense through your guards. And it was a more up-tempo, upbeat, you know, shoot first, don't worry about if you miss later type of ordeal. Well, this year, again, Tyron Lue, first-year head coach. And I think that's a unique trend to have two first-year head coaches win championships back-to-back. I need some facts. And I don't have them. But I wonder if anyone has done. If that's ever happened before. Uh, to win your championship. Like the, like two coaches back to back. Win their championship. Their first year is coaching. Because uh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr pretty much. Ordained Mark Jackson's team. Tyron Lue mostly ordained. David Blatt's team. Call it for what it's worth. So with that being said. We'll move forward. And present how. Cleveland mainly was the same way LeBron as we all know can play all five positions You don't sometimes look at it as, You don't want to look at it that way But he can You can put LeBron at the five if needed But it's on a as needed basis Which is very important So you have that factor Then you have Kyrie Irving, Who pretty much is one of the top point guards in the NBA Who has been very quiet But been solidly putting up like statistics that no one would understand uh Tristan Thompson true forward you know in the game just playing his game doing his job um Kevin Love has kind of been like the three three slash four he's mostly been the four uh J.R. Smith you know your spot up shooter hits a few clutch jumpers here and there and he was very emotional during the um championship When they did the interview with him after the game and I don't blame him because it was a coincidence that it was Father's Day and with his father being there so that made it even better Um, so that certain things I I think humbles us and I think for him that truly humbled him because he just he was glad he was very excited to have won that championship Uh, so that's my main view of the playoffs I am glad it's over, but I also know that this is where my sports podcast is going to be unique because now I'm going to be in research mode of football and pushing baseball. Because uh, what I'm probably, will probably happen knowing me is next week I'm going to talk about the draft because you know that's coming up. Uh, we have been hearing about it. It's been talked about. It's been thrown in our face from every angle. Yay, Cleveland won. They brought back a green two. Cleveland the land has a ring whoop de doo lovely life now who is going to be going to Philadelphia is Ben Simmons going to be gone which we kind of already knew or will Brandon Ingram go there so that LA can pick up Simmons and mark, make him a very marketable um, piece to winning a championship or winning in general in LA have to see how that goes not gonna lie to you, I'm not really too thrilled about this draft class. Thank you, 12 o'clock reminder. No, it's time to go to bed. Anyway, um <laughs> long this this has been a unique day and I haven't really talked much about it, but it is what it is. Anyway, um I just want people to know I'm working hard to make this better, a better show for me, as well as a better show for you all, and anyone who does take time to tune in, I do appreciate it. Uh, I will tell you in advance, I don't remember who I said was going to win the playoffs or the championship um, finals, Uh, but I'm glad Cleveland got it. A lot of people aren't because they aren't big fans of LeBron, and that's all personal preference. A lot of people look at him as a baby, and they're right to some extent, but a lot of players in the league cry, but we don't see all the crybabies accordingly. I'm a Houston fan, Dwight Howard is the biggest crybaby of them all, but that's my two cents. Uh, So i'll go ahead and leave that here if you do like the podcast continue listening you can go back and listen to previous episodes they are on spreaker spreaker s p r e a k, s p r e a k e r dot com slash user slash brightay which is b-r-y-t-a-y podcast all one word Uh, and if you want to go back and actually check out some of my older podcasts when i was first messing around and trying to get something started i may use that page i can't say yet because i'm still working on some stuff <laughs> but uh brides 2 same same link uh go check those out i truly am just doing what i'm doing and just making the most of this and i hope you all enjoy i am feeny until next time this is bt signing out peace